Good morning, and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. And I'm Christina Saperston. Good morning. Good morning. This uh, last day of November, November 30th, 2000. 19, and it's about 10.04 in the morning, and we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN 15.20 a.m. out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight. Unless there's a sporting event, then it will be on after the sporting event. The show is also available live streaming every Saturday from 10 to 11. If you go to our website, saperston.com, that's S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Live Streaming, and you should be all set up with the live streaming show. Also at the website, there's a Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. And all of our shows, if you hit the archives, are archived, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> That's what it means. But anyway, <laughs> so we have years of shows there. If you miss a show, you want to replay a show, the show is there. Also... Last but not least, every week there's a free economic report by Stone and McCarthy. And uh, it's very concise. Uh, you know, it kind of goes over the important economic news that they feel is the economic important news that was important that week. And it's usually available late Friday or early Saturday morning. So we encourage you to visit, uh, visit the website. Good morning. <laughs> Too much turkey. What's that? Have you had too much turkey? I think so. I'll tell you. Although I always tell people I'm not really fond of turkey, but, you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> I don't mind turkey, but it's not one of my favorites anyway. So, But anyway, so now that I've uh, offended everybody that loves Thanksgiving, uh, give us a call. Phone numbers to call are 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. That's 803-1520 or 800-879-7541. And all of the lines are always open this early in the show, so it's very easy to get in right now. So I encourage you to do that. Also, if for some reason you don't want to call us, although we like talking to you on the phone, uh, we do have a chat box at the website. So if you go to saperston.com and click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives, and you click on Chat, chat box comes up. You can type in a question. You can type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with that symbol. So right now, once again, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And, you know, you know, looking at the markets, uh, it's been a heck of a year <laughs> in a lot of ways, but it's been a very good year, very typical of a pre-election year in the election year cycle. Uh, normally, it's the best year in the four years of the election year cycle. And, uh, you know, the Dow's up 20.25% uh, for the year, the S&P. 27, 25.7% uh, for the year. The NASDAQ looks like 30.6% for the year. And I guess the biggest story is the Russell 2000 that finally came to life. That's a small caps. is up 20.5%. And talking about, you know, the Russell 2000 and the small caps, uh, Russell 2000 is the only average of those four that we went through. That has not made a new all-time high. Still is 7% below its all-time high. But it finally made a 52-week high this week and had a breakout. So, And also, usually, usually talked about the uh, January effect. 
which is, you know, when the small caps usually take off, it used to be a January effect. Now it's like a mid-December effect. Who knows? You know, it keeps backing up as everybody knows about it. And this year it can be an early December effect. So that's another reason why the small caps may be picking up right now. Right. And we're really starting to see that. I'm sorry. I sound like I'm echoing. No, you sound all right here. But you Okay. Know. Um, we've really been seeing the small caps even on individual charts, you know, picking up and breaking out. Um, so that's been a nice move there. Yeah, so, you know, and I, and I saw in, you know, this weekend's Barron's, as I was able to look at very quickly, that uh, it's normally a very bullish sign for the uh, Russell 2000 or small caps when they haven't made a new high in 52 weeks, you know, until today, but they didn't make it in the last 52 weeks as of last week. When that happens, they tend to do very well after that. So uh, there's a lot going, I guess, for the small caps right now. Also, uh, you know, in looking at the averages and everything, uh, you know, people have all year been worried about everything. And uh, despite everything, look where they, they are for the year. So, uh, you know, so you have to realize, as I've said before many times, avoid the noise, avoid the news as much as possible, unless you're one of the, I guess, brilliant people that can interpret news and figure out how the market's going to react to it, because I usually can't, so I don't worry about it. <laughs> it until it happens, you know. So a lot of times you make bad moves in the market because you anticipate something's going to happen based on news, and exactly the opposite happens. Right. And it does seem like the volatility's kind of come down. You know, I mean, we haven't had much um, major shakeups the last couple of weeks. Um, and maybe it's turkey or coming into the holiday season, but, you know, things look to be smooth sailing. The markets have some support here. Um, you know, we broke out in October, um, so we'll have to see how this Santa Claus rally, hopefully we get better than we did last year. Well, yeah, last year I think it was, what, the Santa Claus going down the chimney or something? Yes, it was a lot of coal. Right <laughs> exactly. Christmas. And I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about that, you know, how bad last December was, you know. Uh, so it remains to be seen, but right now it doesn't look like there's a problem other than always something can come out of the blue, unfortunately, you know, and uh, I know one of the things, I don't know how the market would react, but I know, you know, we passed legislation supporting, uh, you know, democracy in Hong Kong, so we'll see how that plays out with China, you know. They weren't too thrilled about that. But it is interesting in the uh, Hong Kong election, 83% uh, of the seats in the local, you know, uh, locality or whatever it is in in Hong Kong, 83% were won by the pro-democratic people and only 13%, you know, or 17% by the, uh, you know, the normal people, whoever they are, you know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it is interesting that, you know, that, that vote turned out that way. So at least you know there was no interference, right? Yeah. We do have on the chat box um, somebody who says that they are one of those midnight listeners, so we do still have some of those. Unbelievable, um, yeah. Since about 03, 04. Unbelievable. He just keeps listening at midnight. <laughs> he does. He says once he got married, he stopped staying out late on Saturday nights. So now maybe he's uh, listening to us live. I'm not sure. But he says keep up the good work. He'd like to know about Novartis and Bristol Myers. Okay, so let's take a look. What do you think about Novartis there? What does that look like to you? Well, let's see. Hold on. NVS is the symbol. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, recently gave a buy signal at 92. You're above the trend line, and you actually had a breakout above the 2015 high back in June of this year. And we mm -hmm. know June was a nice month this year. Um, it since then had pulled back to about 84, reversed back up in November. Um, but it looks promising here. Um, relative strength is a four and rising. The price objective is 109, and it looks like it closed at about 92.30. Yeah, and if in, in looking at it, it had like a false sell signal, which is encouraging when you have a buy signal, which it just gave, you know, right after a false sell signal. So, mm -hmm. that, so that's potentially very bullish. Looks like we're going to end up agreeing again here, you know. But anyway, <laughs> so in uh, the 200-day moving averages, I'm trying to find 86.38. Now you're ahead of me. So you're so above that. You're above that. Uh, so as long as it's above the – and the 50-day is really 87.79. So, uh, you know, it's above both those averages. So certainly as long as you're above the 200, you know, it looks to be in very good shape. And you'd only get a reverse sell signal again at what? Um You'd have to hit 89. Uh, oh, oh, no, I mean, in other words, you know, to, to, to go down to make a sell signal be, what, 83 or something? Oh, yeah, you'd have to hit 83. Yeah. So, like you said, it gave that sell signal around 80. Well, it gave 80. a sell signal on the point and figure at 86, but right. I think you're seeing that 84 break um, from where it had broken out back in May and June. Right. And, and um, yeah, and when it gave that sell signal, all it did was kind of retest the previous breakout area. Right, and which is positive. You yeah, want to see so, that. So, yeah, so it looks, look, looks good. You know, reasonable price objective. Take it for what it's worth on point and figure charts, you know. But, uh, you know, it's something to work with so you can decide risk and reward and come up with a, a game plan. And, uh, you know, so, so I would only maybe get concerned if it went to 83, really. Yeah. Yeah. So that looks uh, pretty good. And I think they just had news, too. I forgot what it was. I think they didn't they acquire somebody. Uh, I don't know. I'm put you on the spot, but uh, I shouldn't even mention that. Probably. Yeah, that I'll have to look at. He is, to be fair, he has been an owner of this. Oh, he has um, been. Okay. For 15 plus years, he's saying, on both Novartis and BMI. So oh. definitely, you know, if you own this, this is a hold here. Yeah, no question about it. And uh and maybe for some people, as we always say, do your own research. You know, uh, any show you're listening to, don't just jump into something because people have a habit of doing that. And uh, you should really look into it for yourself and see whether it's suitable. And, uh, you know, you can uh, take the risk and so forth, you know. So at any rate, uh, you know, even for new people interested in it, it might be a buy for all you know at this point. It looks like it's uh, set up for a buy. Right. Yeah, it gave the buy signal, and really, like we said, we talked about it breaking out above those old highs back from 2015 at 92. So mm -hmm. you closed at 92.30. You're really hoping to find that support in there. Which is, I'm glad you mentioned that, because I think a long time ago, and people think you're going to remember, you know, I think a client wanted to know when it went above 92, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> well, it has. So it did. Alert them. So there you go. So I guess uh, on Monday I have to alert them, right? <laughs> well, you're welcome for that. Peter. So I appreciate that. You know, so. <laughs> um, and the next one they wanted to look at was BMY. 
Yeah, I think, you know, you know, I, I think uh, hasn't that um, been completed, the merger now with Celgene? I think yeah, it has. I think so. I'm pretty sure it has. Let's see if I can see the notes. Yeah, I think it is. But I see Novartis bought uh, Swiss Drug Maker, the medicines company, for $9.7 billion. And then now they're going to be, because of that, a direct challenger to Amgen and Sanofi. So, uh, and apparently the market liked that because it gave a buy signal. So. Right, looks like it. Yeah, so no question about that. And Bristol Myers, I think the deal is done on that one. And looking at the well, chart here, took, and this looks like, you know, we had it come down all the way to 43 mm -hmm. in July. Uh, and then it bounced right up, shot up through the old resistance at 54 um, and has since gone higher. So this is a really nice chart. We like this. It went above the trend line, um, made a, well, gave a buy signal back in the beginning of November, um, pulled back a little bit on the chart relative strength is a three and going up which is good your bullish price objective for what it's worth is 86. that'd be, be nice huh? <laughs> yeah. well, it looks um, like that'd be a new all-time high i think if you yeah, think so. yeah but you know i agree with that and looking at uh the chart i agree it's bullish it's got very good support where 54 53 somewhere in that yeah, area yeah right where it broke out there in the middle of the trading band yeah. 54 yeah which happens to be the 50 day moving average at 54 and what you got the 200 day at 49 so you got yeah, real good support yeah so and and if that price target's anywhere reasonable at some point in time the risk reward looks very good yeah and it does look like there's some resistance around 70 um, for this um, person, like we said, they've held this um, and have owned it for 15 plus years. So mm -hmm. at this point, it went, you know, you wrote it down to 43. So, you know, this would Where definitely would, be. It looks like there's some resistance below that, though, right? Uh, 63, maybe? I'm seeing a little bit of resistance around that 64 range, mm -hmm. more resistance around 70. Okay. Yep. So looks good. And. Uh, Maybe only, I would only get concerned, you know, once it dropped under what the 200-day moving average, really. Especially since he's obviously a long-term investor. Correct. Yeah. So, so I mean, <clears throat> 49 we said is the 200-day. Yeah. You're hoping to see support around 54, but it could, you know, yeah. it could test that's that. Any, you know, anything's possible, that's for sure. But as a long-term investor, you'd only reevaluate it if it went under the 200-day. You know, at 49, doesn't mean you have to get out. You just take a look at it again at that point. Right. So. Okay, right now, phone line's wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And we have Vic from Amherst. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good show. Thank you. Uh, good morning. I, I need an opinion, please. Mm -hmm. I've got some, a decent uh, sum of money uh, tied up in the uh, Vanguard uh, prime money market, uh, collecting about 1.8 here. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts? Uh, what, your safest play out there? For three, three and a quarter percent, what would it be? Well, that's interesting. Safest play for three, three and a quarter percent. All right. I'm not getting greedy now. Three, three and a quarter. Well, you don't like, uh, you know, mutual funds with front loads. I know that. Why would I? <laughs> Why would I? Well, it's interesting because they had an article in Barron's on the PIMCO total return bond funds, you know. It's done unbelievable. Yeah. You know, 
And 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 what are the chances if Victor takes Pimco? It's going to go. There's studies show that if you bite a hot one, it's typically not hot going out ten years. That's just fact. Well, if you look at the record, this one's been hot for a lot of years. It's outperformed its you know category for years and years. You know. No thanks. But anyway, that's one possibility. I don't know if you have any ideas, Christina, for safe three and a quarter. Yeah, I mean, safe is a tricky word there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we like some of these money markets. You're obviously only going to get, you know, around, I think this one pays the prime money market. Is that around one, one and a half? Uh, no, 1.7, actually. 1.7. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's a T row that might pay a little bit more than that. But 3% and being safe, you know, I don't have anything that would I, I would consider safe. What about BKLN, bank loans, the, the ETF? Well, that's certainly not safe. You know. So. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not too risky, is it? Yeah. You think it is? Okay. Yeah. I mean, but so, you know, it is risky. You know, based on what what they could be invested in at any one time. You know. So, so. You, you never know. You know. You know the the underlying uh, instruments they're involved in, and I know they went through a real bad period. Uh, you know, I think it was even. You know, a while ago, but it's been a while. So you know, you know, bottom line is, I mean, it's got real good support around what twenty and a half, where where it had previously broke out, but it just gave, it just a, gave a, a, a potential signal. sell signal. You know. So what about uh, buy, what about buying AT and T and selling just out of the money calls? That one, I think, is a good suggestion. To tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. That was my other idea. Yeah, I think that's. I like that one better. Okay. Because uh, you know, AT and T got downgraded by some firm I never heard of, mm-hmm. and it's been suffering since then. But uh, um, I, I, you know, I, I think that would be a basically good idea with that stock, because all it did was pull back a little bit, you know, and the, and the two hundred days at thirty four, and mm-hmm. your fifty days at thirty eight, and it closed at thirty seven thirty eight. So. Right. All right, that was my other idea. Yeah, I like that one. Hey, just a quick idea here. What are your thoughts? I mean, uh, uh, Schwab just took over uh, TD Ameritrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is to prevent a Fidelity from buying an E-Trade? Buying E-Trade here. You know, E-Trade is getting hammered with these no uh, no commission. There's Fidelity out there. Uh, Schwab just took a big... Uh, Schwab just become the big boy. Fidelity needs to make a move, a private uh, purchase of E-Trade. Doesn't that make sense? Well, it seems to, but I, I would check this week's Barron's. I went through it real quickly, and they were kind of negative on E-Trade. You know, and uh, I don't remember what you – know, not that they're right, but they may have given some reasons in that article. Oh, I got, okay. All right. I'm just curious. So was, I would check. I and the other thing, you know – that may not be a done deal. That merger, you know, I don't know. It, it, you know, will it be approved? I don't know. You know, you know, by right. the government. You know, because right. right. because they're going to have fifty percent of the market. I, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying a company like Fidelity that's been the big boys for a long time, and then if this goes through, they've got to. They probably have got to do. Uh, 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 you know, they, they, they were. I read an article on the RIAs. Registered investment advisors. A lot of their, their everything goes through Schwab now, right? They oh. control thousands of individuals. Oh, no question, no question. And you know, like I say, that was all. Read this week's Barons. A lot of that was okay. covered in there. Yep. 
Hey, guys, great show. Thank you okay. for your information. That's all right. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Okay, right now, phone line's wide open again. Give us a call, 803-1520 or 800-879-7541. Or you can go to our chat box at the website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on our chat, and then the chat box comes up, and you can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you put a symbol in, let us know what you're looking to do. Right now, we're going to take Art. Good morning. Good morning, Peter and Christina. Lovely show again. Good morning. Yes. Uh, uh, I read uh, in the chat box uh, what was going on with that uh, eager creature who asked about the BMY. Uh, did my chat box note come up anyway? It did, but it I'm... said that you were going to call in, so I didn't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, yeah I just want to make sure because I'm calling on the uh, from the cell phone because I couldn't get it on the computer. Uh, first item I had today is uh, the BMY-R. It's some new shares that were issued contract value rights at $2.15. Mm-hmm. It appears that uh, if Celgene gets three drugs approved, uh, you can get $9 a share. But if any of them don't get approved, you get zero. You get zero. Yeah, it's, it's a lottery ticket. Kind of it's a lottery then, right? Yeah, it's also, uh, you know, the regular tick- ticker symbol, I believe, is CVR, you know. On yes, it is, right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a lottery bet, and they have to get them approved by certain times, you know. In other, in other words, it's not just approved. They have to. The, each one of those drugs has a certain date that it has to be approved by. Right, some are 2021, 20, I think. Right, yeah, some are 20, yeah. some are 21. And, and there was like a – they cover that in this week's Barons, okay? Yeah, that, that, that. all better pick this up. And well, – <laughs> The Barons, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, as long as we clarified that. But anyway uh, – <laughs> But, uh, you know, the thing is, and, and somebody, almost like a, a person in there, like a conspiracy theorist said, well, you know, the company would have to put out a lot of money so they could delay getting the approval. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the company said, let's, no. Let's you get approved with hold on the other one. Right, yeah, you know, but, but they, the company said no because it would be such a benefit it, to us. We, we, we'll be happy to pay the money, they said. Oh, definitely. Uh, next item would be that Macy's. I, I see that... Uh, uh, they have a new CEO and they've dropped about thirty percent. Barron said this year, and it's fifteen thirty-two. Uh, is that any kind of a buy at that point? Well, what's interesting is that that was covered with a couple of two or three other stocks that have been really beaten down. Right, and uh, you know it wasn't overly favorable, but it wasn't negative either. You know, it, it you right. kind of gave you the impression that they thought there was possibilities for turnaround because they're making a lot of moves. And and if you look at the chart, it's what, bottomed how many times now? One, two? Yeah, you have, uh, I'm just switching, I switched yeah. my chart size. Yeah. Um, looking at the chart, I mean, you had hit 1450 three times. Um, so getting into it here, the chart doesn't look pretty, but you have your support there. It's clear, you know, so if exactly. you do take some, you... And, and, I'll, out. and I'll give you a disclaimer. I have an option on this. So. Yeah, to buy? Or, uh, to buy, a call. I, mean, I have a call option on it. You know. yeah, yeah. I see it's 15.32 down 11 for the week, and its range was 14.11 to 35.06. Well, I'll tell you, what was, what was impressive about it was when they came out with the earnings, the stock got trashed down to, I think, uh, you know, it had been up almost to 16. 
got trashed down the 1430, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden came right back that same day to almost close, you know, unchanged. It was just slightly sure. lower for the day. And it's been holding up, you know, for the last uh, several days. So that's, you know, once again, realize I have a call on it, but it's potentially sure. bullish, you know. Certainly if it dropped to 14, that's a problem, you know. Yeah. Yeah, last item I have a question on is that 20th Century Ultra. Now, it was 52.95, up 102 for the week. But support, uh, my question is, it usually pays, uh, it notices a distribution on November 18th for about $2.37. At that point, usually the price drops. But right now, it's uh, 52, uh, 52.95. It's higher by almost a dollar than it was before the distribution. And it's paying in December, but, I mean, they've already announced it, so... Well, did it already have the drop due to the distribution? No. No, he's saying, yeah, it doesn't look like it. Oh, yeah. oh it, may, it may drop then in December 20th when it pays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely it'll readjust for the for the uh, capital gain, no question about it's nice. that. It's like a bird, though, that lays the golden egg because <laughs> next year the price goes right back up again by February and March, so. I'm Hopefully that'll be the case again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Every December, it's like Santa Claus putting a check in my mailbox. Because I, 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 I do remember many years ago in uh, 2001, yeah. 2002, this thing went down like um, unbelievable. Oh, yeah, that's bad years where it went under. Yeah. But I guess my, my average cost prices is somewhere around four. So I'm not doing too bad. No, not really. I, but I just you just think don't, you're doing okay. You just don't want to let it go back to four, you know. So no, <laughs> no, I have to take all the shares and keep uh, uh, reducing them then. So at the same time, <laughs> yeah, always, uh, I, yeah, always taking a little off the table is always good. Sure, you know? sure. yeah. yeah, I had a nice conversation on Thanksgiving with uh, your southern compadre. So I enjoy it talking to him. <laughs> Who would I that imagine. be? <laughs> Anyway. Well, somebody lives near my sister's house in uh, Sarasota. Area. Okay. <laughs> Just in general. Yeah. All right. Have a nice uh, weekend. I hope again enjoy yourselves. All right. Thank you very much Thank for you. calling. Take All care. Right. Great. Right. Okay. Right now, phone line's wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Or you can go to the chat box at saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat. In archives, click on chat, and there's a chat box. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. And, uh, you know, while we're waiting for phone calls, uh, we'll take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors every Saturday morning live from 10 to 11. Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctors shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management. 
Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. Right now, as I said before the break, it's still true. <laughs> Phone lines are wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Or you can go to our website, saperston.com, and there's a uh, Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat, chat box comes up, click on, on that, and you can type in a question or a symbol. And if you do put a symbol in, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Okay, right now we're going to go to Tony. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are Good you? Good morning. You know, I'm, I've been following this Chinese, uh, uh, the, the administration's desire to have a Chinese trade deal. Now, I know you talk about it, and it's, sometimes it seems like it affects the markets, but my question is this. If the administration is seeking a Chinese trade deal, why would they interfere by having legislation passed that uh, uh, until in Taiwan uh, goes uh, and, and, and uh, uh, approves of the, what the Taiwanese students are doing and, and uh, their you know and their protest against China? Well, I don't understand the idea of interfering in somebody else's uh, problems. Well, it's interesting because, you know, not to get into politics, you know, but, you know. Well, it's an economic issue. Yeah, no, no, I mean, what I was going to bring up was, you know, with the Democrats going after impeachment for interfering, you know, with a candidate in an election and so forth. The United States for years has always interfered in other people's elections, okay? <laughs> you know, they've interfered but, in know, other countries and about, so we're forth. We're not talking about an election. I'm talking specifically about the the the, 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 the immediately after that legislation was signed into law by the president, the Chinese government came out with a statement and said, this is not going to help us resolve our trade issues. And in fact, it's a negative thing that was well, yeah, 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 to be honest, I, I've seen him do this, and I've seen us do this, and it, it seems to make no sense. This is, there's a lot of other things I've seen. Why did he do that right now, you know, when everything was going this way, you know? I don't right. know, all right? And it's interesting he did it, you know, they could have done it after December 15th when the, right. new, when the new tariffs are supposed to go into effect. So who knows? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what— Yeah, but, but to see what I'm thinking, too, is— this was a legislation that was approved by both parties, the Democrats and the Republicans. I'm thinking, why would the Republicans want to take and give uh, fodder to some negative piece of information to the Chinese government when they're seeking to get a treaty? I, I just don't understand the, I, the logic behind it. Christina, what's your thought on this? Uh, I mean, like Peter said, I mean, we don't really know why it happened or the timing of it. Um, we've been dealing with this, you know, the tariff issues all year. Um, we'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes, okay? Right. I agree with you there. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. Both of you are so... Well, I, when I sit here, my jaw drops with the knowledge that both of you have, so... I learn every time I listen. God well, bless. Have a good day. Well, you're very well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. take care. Okay, phone line still pretty wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. We're going to go next to Dominic in Sarasota. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good welcome morning. back. 
Well, I've been around, but I haven't been in when you guys have been on. I've been out since it's been nice weather. I've been out and about. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) I can't fault you with that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't been visiting Sarasota Memorial, so I don't get to see your office on Hillview. Well, I'm glad glad to hear that. (laughs) Believe me. Yeah, me too. Uh, Two stocks, uh, WB, Walgreens Boots Alliance, WBA, and HBT. Heartland Bank and Trust. Well, you know, Walgreens Boots Alliance, you know, the rumor was that they want to go private. And uh, I don't know how true that is, you know, but, uh, you know, that certainly helped the stock in that sense. Uh, what does the chart look like there? The chart's interesting. You know, we bottomed out in May mm-hmm. um, around 50, uh, bounced back up. We came back down, retested that again in August. Um, and since then, it's been working its way up higher. Yeah. We had the first buy signal at buy, or at 57 um, in September, came back up, gave another buy signal at the beginning of November at around 59, which it keeps pulling back to. So it seems to be finding some support there. Uh, the 200-day moving average is just under 56, so you, you broke out above that. Um, price objective is 75 for what that's worth, which mm-hmm. would bring you right back up around where the trend line is so you would expect some resistance there as well yeah that's true and also you know there's a uh, resistance area there around the 74 area or so you know uh, yeah i see some at 64 as well yeah but you know it it, it looks pretty interesting and certainly if there's rumors out there it's a possibility maybe they will take themselves private so uh, do you own it you're looking to buy it or what well i own it at 51 and a half well you're in good shape then yeah yeah I, yeah, I, well, I I had owned it before and I sold it like at seventy something, and then bought back in at fifty one and a half when it hit. Well, I was down like forty nine, and then it started coming back up, and then now with this thing with this takeover going private, I thought it might be, uh, well, it would go up higher, but you never know. Yeah, it, but they they make the money to pay the dividend. That's what I'm exactly worried about, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it 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 did break out. It's retesting the breakout, what, in the 57, 58 area. And, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, uh, it looks very interesting right here. So I'd, I'd hang on. The other one's HBT. HBT, huh? HBT Financial? Yes. Okay, and I don't have much on my chart, Peter, so I'm going to... Well, well, no, it just came, well, it just was yeah. issued. Uh, yeah. IPO was in October. Yeah, that that, that yeah, that's, that's a problem. I don't here. know if you can do very much with that. Uh, HBT. You own it, or you're looking to buy it, though. Well, I bought it at fifteen fifty four, but it's you know it's a small bank. It's actually a bank where my kids live. It's ah, actually okay. in the middle of Illinois, Bloomington. And it's uh, they just bought some branches up like in Cook County by Chicago, and they took it public, and that stuff so bad. But it's been going up. I mean, I'd have been watching it, you know. Well, this this that. is you know to me looking at the daily chart on it is impressive as a new issue, okay? Because uh, you know it, it it really never went down, you know, which has happened to a number of new mm-hmm. issues lately. And it's been steadily rising. I think you made a pretty good choice here. Like it's it's tough to predict ahead, you know. But uh, right. Oh yeah. But well, it's it's in the middle of farm country, and a, 
a lot of fun. You know, it's in the Midwest, but they had bought some of these banks up by Cook County, and they're expanding. They could probably got about 85 branches now mm-hmm. total in Illinois. Yeah, and the nice part is that it's really been kind of outperforming the market uh, on relative strength basis, too. So, I mean, it lo- looks very good. I think you made a good choice here, mm-hmm. and uh, and you've done a very good job of research, which everybody should do. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Good show, and I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. You, too. Well, thank you. Enjoy and, the warm uh, weather. Yeah, and uh, stay healthy. Yes. You too. Thank you okay, very much. Okay, take care. Thank you for calling. Okay, right now, phone line's wide open, 803-1520. Toll free, 800-879-7541. Still very easy to get in right now. Maybe everybody's still doing Black Friday shopping. I don't know. But anyway. That and maybe just turkey hungover. I know I'm still stuffed from Thursday. Well, so. I'll, I'll tell you um, what I was impressed by. I'll give a shout-out to Walmart, Okay. Because Walmart, you know, opened at 6 o'clock their Black Friday, uh, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. And there was an item I was interested in purchasing. Matter of fact, believe it or not, it was a Chromebook. But it was like half price, you know. And uh, so I said, uh, I was out, you know, at a friend's house eating. So I'm on my way home. And I said, yeah, do, it's 6.30, 6.40. Do I really want to stop there, you know? And I went in, and they had the most organized Black Friday I've ever seen in my life, okay? Now, was this on Thanksgiving Day? Or yeah, on Thanksgiving Day yeah. at okay. 6, 630. Uh, I walked in. They only let you in one entrance, out another entrance. They had all sorts of, you know, like the yellow tape that blocks you. Mm-hmm. And it, it led you around certain ways. And, and then when I went back to the counter where you normally would buy the uh, Chromebook, they said, oh, you have to go to layaway for any of the electronics instruments. And I thought, oh, my God, you know. I go over to layaway. There's only one person ahead of me. They have a little index box. They have the uh, barcode on the index card. You walk up front, you pay for it, and you pick it up where you normally pick up the online stuff, you know. Yeah, I was out in about 15 minutes. Well, that's It's good to see that they're... they're, they're yeah, they're, they're finally doing something, you know, rather than seeing the wild cattle herds hitting the place. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. So we do have some people on the chat box. So. I go, we'll take a call real quick. Okay. And, although, is that one, the one 10 minutes, is that somebody? No, okay. So it's going to be John and Amherst. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thank, uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I just had a question on Gilead. I know you were talking about uh, pharmaceuticals and stuff. Is there any hope for that company at all? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been holding on to this stock. I mean, I had a, I had a couple hundred shares, and then as it was going down, it wasn't looking good. I sold a hundred, and I got I'm hanging on to about a hundred plus shares, and I just don't know if I should still have hope or just uh, dump it and go somewhere else. What do you think, Christina? Well, like you said, the chart hasn't really been doing much of anything. You really have a trading range that it's mm-hmm. been in, really down to 61 and up to about 69. Um, it did recently give a buy signal, which is positive, yep. mm-hmm. and it was a spread triple top breakout, which yep. it has done that before. So yeah. can't that's, really that's hang our hat on that. Nice but um, you would really well. like to see it break out probably above that. Yeah. 6970 to really see anything happen. Yeah, so if you yeah, you go above that 6970 and it's a beautiful base it's building. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's boring. 
And don't forget you're coming into the end of the year. There could be tax loss selling was going on and will go on, you know, until the end of the year. But, you know, as long as it holds that base and certainly doesn't, you know, drop below, what, about 60? Uh, yeah, 60, I'd you say, would not want to see that. Yeah, I would hold, you know. Yeah, and you're getting, yeah. pay, you know, the dividends nice. Yeah, and I'm looking at this indicator, which is on balance volume, you know, not to go into it, but theoretically it shows you whether buying's coming into the stock. And while this thing has been in a whole base now since January, Unbalanced volume is going higher and higher and higher, which is a potential indication that it's being accumulated. So I would stick with it right now. Yeah, and it's okay, been a rising dividend, I'm, I'm like you said. I'm kind of like you, Peter. I, uh, when I uh, had Microsoft, quite a bit of shares, quite a, quite a lot of shares in that, uh, and, it, and it was kind of the same thing. It never went anywhere mm-hmm. for a long time. And like an idiot, I sold saying, no, oh, yes, this is going to go, and that was – that was just a little before it took off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they are. I'm kicking myself, and I think not that not that Gilead is uh, anything like Microsoft no. will grow like that. But yeah. you know, man, what a bad move that was. I I got oh my god, I, I can't even tell you what the money I lost on that one. But so I was hanging on, saying, well, maybe it's coming along, and I think there are positive indications here. But um, yeah, I, yeah, you have to wait. Uh, you have to, you have to wait toward the end of the year, early next year, and you'll have a better in, indication. You know, but. It's not it's, like any anyone's going to buy this company out, right? I don't know. You know, you know, the biotech area is very tough. You know, as you as you would know, I guess as a lot of people should know. Yeah. And uh, you know, anything can happen. All of a sudden, they come up with a great drug that gets approved. Who knows? You know, or you know, they have something in the pipeline that somebody else wants. And there's a lot of the uh, you know the old line drug companies like the Pfizer's and. Uh, Oh, I can't think of the names of them now offhand. Bristol Myers and that type Bristol of thing. Myers, that, yeah. that are interesting. Interest are going into biotech. You know, so you never know. Okay, and the final question here. Now I've been just kind of dabbling around with uh, seeking alpha and uh, talking about. Uh, I know in a low uh, yield area, I've been talking about uh, the out of sector favor, uh, out of favor sector of uh, uh, reach, uh, mortgage and uh, and equity reach. Do so you think that's Something to look into, not the not the big ones like SPG or something like that. Uh, you know, uh, just uh, the smaller ones that have some that are downtrodden a little bit. Do you think that might be? I, I um, think it is. You have to look into. Once again, we always say, do your own research. What they're involved in. I mean, you you know what yeah. the the base some of the what the some of the malls have been terrible. But there was an interesting article. I take a look on it. Uh, it's been trashed. But Tanger, you know, what what is the symbol on that? Mm-hmm. TGR or? I think it is. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Sounds like Tiger. But I don't know. No, it's, it's not that. Look up the symbol on it anyway. But anyway, there's a good article, yeah. big article on it in this week's Barron's. And yeah. where, they, where they have all their malls are just off major highways. Yeah. And it was, it was a very interesting article, and they play, pay a very nice dividend, which they say is well covered. So, so that's an example. Of one and, that you know, and, yeah. They say so, and now you t- look at. I mean, even here in Little Buffalo, I mean, you can see what's happening at Eastern Hills. Mm-hmm. God knows what's going to happen over at uh, Boulevard Malls or wherever right. else. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, so I think I think there's something to that. They're downtrodden a little bit now, but they and they got great. Some of them got good yields and they're solid. Mm-hmm. 
you know, internally run. Exactly. So I just look a little bit more into what they're involved in, you know, and go from right. there. Yep. Like mortgage reach, for instance, they, they pointed out a couple of them that uh, because, you know, at, you know, multifamily housing and stuff is picking up. It has been picked up, and uh, with a rate staying low, it mm-hmm. might even be a better area to get into. Yep. But, uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll, I'll read up on it. Uh, I just wanted to get your take on it. Yep. That's all. Appreciate it. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate Thank you for the call. Okay. And the symbol on that is SKT for anybody listening for Tanger Factory. Well, see, I would have never guessed that in a million years. <clears throat> I wouldn't but. either. <laughs> I don't know how they got SKT, but. <laughs> But even that one, you know, since what? September's been basing, you know, so interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, what do you have in the chat box real quick? Okay, we have somebody looking to buy a few stocks. The first one is Lockheed, LMT. LMT, okay. What do you think? And this is nice. I mean, this chart you had uh, back in June Again, like a lot of these charts we're looking at, broke out above old highs from last year, has continued up to about 396, recently dropped back mm-hmm. in October, um, gave a first sell signal and a strong uptrend, which we often call false, and has returned back up and recently gave a buy signal. So uh, you might see a little resistance here at that 396, but mm-hmm. you have a bullish price objective of 452. Well yeah. above two hundred day moving average. So you so you want to take out that three ninety six three ninety seven area, but yeah. it looks looks good. It looks good. Nice n- nice setup. Yeah. Uh, the next one. Well, I'll is... tell you what. I'll go back to that. Let me talk to the guy on the phone real quick. Okay. 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 Go to Paul and Sloan. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Hey. Hey guys. Uh, what's going on with Corning GLW? I haven't been watching it. It looks like it's been going down. Well, let's see here. Basically, it had been, but it but it's you know kind of steadying itself right now. Uh, I know it hit a high at thirty five some time ago. Yeah, you know so so since since the high, uh, it went down, but you know it looks like it's basing. You know, is it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a clear um, trading range that it's been in. Um, Like you said, it's hit a low of twenty seven three times now in the last. Uh, two to three years, did hit up to 36, like you had mentioned in September of last year, um, and really just kind of going back and forth. It recently gave a buy signal, so it's really holding that support at 27. Yeah, 27 is the important support for it right now. Mm. You're well, also right around so the 200-day moving average. Yeah, you know, and if you want to kind of see it, it looks like the 200 days, 31.12. It closed 29, so you're right below that. You really want to see it break out above that in the trend line. And interestingly, 31.12 was the previous high which it has to break out above, which is what 200 days. So you go above 31, it, you know, you could be on your way again. So, you know, if you own it, I'd hold it right now. Unless it dropped under 27, then you'd have to reevaluate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look, oh. guys, uh, thanks for the input. Okay. Thank you very much for calling. Okay. You can go back to the chat box real quick. Okay. The next one we're looking at is Merck, M-R-K. Do we have a disclaimer there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we own that in, in managed accounts, right? Yeah. Um, this chart, though, um, it's been plugging along. I mean, this is a nice-looking chart if you look back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it has been in a range like a lot of these stocks we've been looking at today. So it hits a high of 87, comes down to about 79 mm-hmm. this year, um, hit that twice um, in July and again in September. And we are right back up at 87. Yep. Um, it closed at 87.18. The 200 days, 82.47. We're well above that. We would like to see it break out at 88. Above 87 is what you're saying, right? Yeah, 87 is yeah. where it keeps hitting. No, I agree. And, and also, um, is he looking to buy, sell, did he say? or? Uh, this looks like they're looking to buy. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, if you want it, you know, if it hits 88, I'd certainly be a buyer at that point. And, uh, you know, I would only be reevaluating it, what, under 80 or so? Or what do you show? Yeah, I mean, 79 is the true right. support there. Yeah. Um, so if you are looking to buy, like Peter said, I mean, even if this pulls back like it has mm-hmm. been, um, you have that clear support at 79. So if you see a pullback and you want to get in and do a starter position, then I think it's all right to do so. Okay. And is that is there anything else there on the chat box? or? We do. We have Microsoft, which we kind of talked about. Yeah, another, another disclaimer, right? We own that and yeah. manage accounts, yeah. And if you look at Microsoft, uh, you know, everybody knows the story, how this comp- company reinvented itself. <laughs> no question yeah. about it. And it just keeps going. Yep. <laughs> no question. <laughs> so, so does, you know, to buy it, um, it's hard to say. If you're buying it just because you want to own it, then you would buy a position here. But, you know, this broke out in a buy signal at 144 um at the end of october mm-hmm. um which is right around the middle of the trading band so that's really kind of where i would like to see it pull back to to get into it um right now it's just nearing the top of the trading band the 200 day moving average is 131 so yeah but you really have some room to play you know if this pulls back to get in look at that price objective for what it's worth <laughs> Well, I, I'm showing 182. 182, right? <laughs> and it closed around 151. Yep. So, you know, risk reward based. If you want to use that as a potential, you know, once again, you know, do your research into this. But it's interesting because they talked in Barron's the cover story about legacy technology and how that you know the Cisco's and so forth. You know, uh, IBM, and but they mentioned very positive things about Microsoft, you know, in terms of what they've done and what they're in. And I think they're number two in the cloud right now. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I might nibble at this thing. Yeah, I mean, stocks like this, it's hard. You know, everybody yeah. wants to buy something on sale. We're talking about Black Friday and all these deals going on. But, you know, some of these stocks that are strong, you're not going to see a real pullback. So exactly, to get yeah. into it now at least you have some if it continues to go, and if it pulls back, then you can pick up some more. Yeah, and if somebody tweets, you know, it may drop back, right? <laughs> so anyway, is that it for the chat box? We have one more if okay. you don't have any calls. Nope, we could do it real quick. we got three okay. minutes. We have Wirehouser, W-Y. Well, it's another disclaimer, huh? Yes, we do own this as well. Uh, it looks like he's been tracking it for six months. I'm not sure if he owns it or not. Yeah. Um, this chart, you know, this came down uh, back in, when was it, December, when, mm-hmm. we, when we had the big sell-off. So September through December, that came down, hit 21. 
um, which was really kind of around where it had broken out way back, it uh, looks like, in 2012, mm-hmm. um, and has since returned back up to about 30. The 200-day moving average is 26.35, so it's above that. Gave a buy signal at 28. Probably see some resistance, you know, in the mid-30s. Um, it also pays about 4.5%. Um, but, you know, if you're looking to buy it, this isn't a horrible spot to buy. Well, that's an interesting recommendation. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if he's looking to buy it. Yeah, I know. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a horrible spot. <laughs> well, there could be worse. It could be worse, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, technically look at the price objective, right? You know, it's uh, for what it's worth, it's 45, right? Yeah. And if you buy here, you have that support at 27, which yeah. is what I was saying before Peter uh, got interrupted in on me. you. But we have been getting a long way too well, so it's we have to have a little overdue. bit of controversy here. That's right. Good. But uh, yeah, if you are looking to get into it here, you have that near-term support at around 27 mm-hmm. um, yeah. before it would drop back down to you know the December lows at 21. And what kind of dividend does this thing pay anyway? Uh, this pays about 4.6. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice dividend. Exactly. So, uh, you know, based on risk reward, and even if that price objective is out of range at 45, the old highs in range at 38, right? Yep. And the dividends have been rising. Yeah. So, which we like to see either stability in it or it going up. Yep. Could be an interesting play. No question about it. So, anyway, uh, anybody else there? Uh, hold on, I got to switch. I only got about a minute left, anyway, you know. So. Nope, that's that's. That's it. it? Well, that's good because we only had a minute left. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna have to find. Well, you're gonna be on again next week, right? I will. Okay, so uh, we'll have to find some stuff to disagree. Disagree on. That's right. You know, because I'll work on it. Yeah, I know. No question about it. You know, so. (laughs) But believe me, both of us can be very disagreeable at times. So. We can. (laughs) So (laughs) it's not like we're. You know, just doing this and oh, that was good and you know that type of thing. So, but and we're anyway, not afraid to speak our mind either. Exactly. So. so people should know that by now. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, once again, uh, we're at the uh, end of the show. Uh, we always say keep a little powder dry for opportunities out there, which will constantly be. And until next week, uh, take care.